Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking Aaron Rodgers news. Yeah, more Aaron Rodgers, but we're getting closer to the end. I promise you. We're very, very close Maybe hours away, maybe 24 to 48 hours away. We're not sure before we find out that Aaron Rodgers is A, coming back or not coming back. B, going to New York or Las Vegas or back to Green Bay or or the Miami Dolphins. We got to kick around this rumor, either shoot it down, talk about the validity of it. And then we've got Alvin Kamara news, Alvin Kamara Pled not guilty to both charges. We're going to talk about it right now. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now, pal. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. File on in. File on in. We're not doing live dress. We're doing... Aaron Rodgers and Alvin Kamara breaking news. We'll be discussing this for the next, I don't know, 30 to 40 minutes. Depends on what pops up while we're live. So uh, come on in, file on in, hit that thumb up button. Aaron Rodgers, there's some rumors right now we got to address, okay? Miami Dolphins is getting potentially kicked around. Why, who, how? Is it legit? Is it total fabrication? Is there any? Are there any legs to this at all? Um, probably minimal but possible sure okay uh kirk ben kirk friend and former teammate of aaron Rodgers, has uh this is from you stadium has an interesting opinion on where number 12 will play next aaron is going to end up with either the new york jets or the miami dolphins if i had to really guess i'd say the dolphins so it wasn't like it was he was kicking around two ideas he actually thinks he's going to miami they have the roster to win a Super Bowl, and he could he could really enjoy some time. Look, I I I I want this badly in some ways. I I I do want him in New York because of what it does for Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and the New York Football Jets, who I'm just enamored with going into the 2023 fantasy football and NFL season because I love all these players. I love the team. I love I love what it represents. I love Sauce Gardner. I love the defense. I love everything about the New York Jets. I, I do, and I'm super excited about where this team's going with either Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, and I firmly believe the Jets will have one of the two. Uh, the Raiders, I you know, I don't want the Raiders to be left empty-handed in terms of getting Aaron Rodgers because then we have Devontae Adams struggling to pull in passes if, if he's not getting thrown footballs by Derek Carr, who is gone, or... Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is, I think, likely to go there if the New York Jets scoop up Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr is, is in the driver's seat. Derek Carr can sign today. Derek Carr was released by the Raiders, meaning he is the only quarterback on the uh, on the, the QB carousel. I don't know. I was showing that the other day, and it, it somehow plays whenever I click that scene. Um, 
it, it, uh, I know you guys want to see me kick a field goals, but we're, we're done with that. So Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders, we have Devontae Adams taken care of. If Aaron Rodgers ends up going to, uh, let's say the, let's say the Dolphins, okay? Then who's going to the, the Raiders? Who's taking care of Devontae Adams? Who's taking care of, uh, Darren Waller? Jimmy G? You know, if Jimmy G's in a Raider uniform, Devontae Adams goes down four, three, four, five overall draft slots, maybe more, and probably goes from being a top five wide receiver to a top seven to 12. Uh, maybe he's still top eight. Maybe he's top seven. I, I mean, it's tough to say, but I definitely don't love this situation for Devontae Adams if Aaron Rodgers is not a part of this story. Um, Carson Wentz. I mean, who's going to be who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? If Aaron Rodgers returns to Green Bay, that's the only scenario where the Raiders still have hope because they could try and go after Jordan Love in a trade and at least try and get some kind of upside. But the talk right now is this Miami situation. How possible is this? How likely? How plausible is this? Well, number 1, the Miami Dolphins don't have a first round pick in the 2020 three NFL draft class. So when we're talking about Aaron Rodgers' likelihood of going to Miami or likelihood of going to the New York Jets or the likelihood of going to the, the Raiders, what do the Raiders have that other teams don't, the number seven overall pick? What would most likely be involved in an Aaron Rodgers trade to Las Vegas? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Raiders are in a box because there are no other good options for the Raiders. This is it. It's Aaron Rodgers or Fold. And you've got Devontae Adams making Devontae Adams money. You have one shot. It's Aaron Rodgers. So if they try to hold back and, 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 and play this the wrong way, they're going to get left in the dark with no quarterback. Miami Mike, without a first-rounder, can't compete with the Raiders' number 7 overall pick. He just can't. So at the end of the day, I think even if Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to Miami... That would be the only way that that gets forced. Okay, Aaron Rodgers says, look, I don't want to go to the Raiders. I don't want to go to the Jets, which I don't think is the case. Or Derek Carr goes to the Jets and takes the Jets off the board. So let's say it's between the Raiders and the, and the Miami Dolphins where Aaron Rodgers could be playing. Could I see Could I see the Miami Dolphins offering a lesser trade because it doesn't involve a 2023 first rounder? Maybe they kick in some more seconds to try and make up for that. And, and Aaron Rodgers say... I don't want to go there, uh, or I want to go there. I don't want to go to the Raiders, and then the the the, the Green Bay Packers accepting the, the less attractive offer. Sure, because it, ultimately, if he doesn't want to go to the Raiders and he does want to go to Miami, and he says, "I'll just retire," the Green Bay Packers, yeah, they they get out of some money and all that, but they they lose Aaron Rodgers and don't acquire those that important draft capital that is, I, I think, a must, you know, at this point for the Green Bay Packers. So there is some control. There is some, there is some, there is a world where I could see A-Rod going to Miami, but at the end of the day, the offers aren't going to be as enticing because Miami doesn't have the first round pick. So in a nutshell, is there a chance that this news right here, this, this speculation by former... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Teammate uh, of Aaron Rodgers and friend. Um, and, and according to Aaron Rodgers, anybody is talking right now is not in his inner circle. So how good of a friend could Kurt really be? Because he's running his mouth right now. And Aaron Rodgers specifically said anybody running their mouth right now is not being told inner circle information because his inner circle wouldn't dare come out and speak about this to anybody. So, Kurt, I hate to break it to you, Kurt, but you're not in Aaron Rodgers' inner circle. You've just been... However... There is a world where this could be a possibility, and there's a reason we've loved the Miami Dolphins and kept them on this list as being the really the number one landing spot for any quarterback that wants to, to land with a new team in 2023. This is the place to go because you've got a track team in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle pulling in passes. So, uh, you know, it would be amazing for those wide receivers in the offense, but it just takes a quarterback off the board for a bunch of places that are vulnerable right now without signal callers in the Saints for Alave, the Jets for Garrett Wilson, uh, the Raiders for uh, Devontae Adams, the Bucks for Godwin and Mike Evans, and the list goes on and on, you know? So it's like without Aaron Rodgers going to one of those locations and going to a location where the wide receivers will be okay anyway, it, it does take, it does take some, it does, it does make us a little concerned for some of the moon men the moon men dropping loads in outer space we need lamar with drake london and pitts we need uh we need watson to have at least jordan love or aaron Rodgers, which will happen so he's safe uh alave you know I'm, I'm excited about Lave no matter what but if he was able to get let's say a Derek carr wow we'd be so thrilled Garrett Wilson, I firmly believe the Jets are just the most attractive landing spot out of any out of any team, not even the teams that need a quarterback, just out of any team, period. So I think Garrett Wilson's almost assured Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers because I believe that both quarterbacks prefer New York as their number one option. So they're going to be clamoring over this job. New York's, I think, in the driver's seat as much as Derek Carr's in the driver's seat because Derek Carr was released. Derek Carr and Carson Wentz, both released quarterbacks, are the only two quarterbacks that can sign today. Everybody else has to wait until March 15th. So they're in the driver's seat, but the Jets are in the driver's seat because they're the most attractive option by far. So I firmly believe Garrett Wilson's going to be taken care of. Brees Hall's going to be taken care of. And we're going to see those two gentlemen, uh, Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, most likely be looking at Aaron Rodgers, or looking at Derek Carr, or you never know, could be Lamar as well. Um, but but that's kind of the way I, I feel like it's I feel like it's going to be Derek Carr and the, and the Jets. But man, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, we're we're ecstatic anyway. Derek Carr to the to the Dolphins would be amazing, but again, that's probably not going to happen because he'd have to get back the bank. He'd have to get the bag, the whole bank, the entire uh, guarantee. You know that, that you are the starter, and with Tua there. It would be, I think, concerning to Derek Carr unless he was getting paid so much money that he felt like there's no concern at all. you know, Or there's some kind of internal discussion about Tua not playing next year or something, and we don't know that. Like Things like that could maybe come into play. But I think if, if, if let's say, Aaron Rodgers goes here, there's a real strong shot that Derek Carr is a, a, a New Orleans Saint, but... Um, you know, there, there are, yeah, I, I I would say that. I would say if Aaron Rodgers steals away this New York Jet situation, Derek Carter, the Falcons, I don't I don't hear much about that. Bucks, I don't hear much about that. 
Dolphins, I don't hear much about that. Saints are probably his landing spot. And, and he's shown interest there multiple times. So that feels like it. In, in the initial report that the Saints stepped all over him when they tried to tell him to make take a pay cut, we don't even know how accurate any of that information is. So um, shoddy reporting going on right now. And you got to be a little careful and take everything with a grain of salt. So this we don't know. Miami Dolphins end up with the Miami Dolphins. Kurt, are, do you even know what you're doing, Kurt? Do you know? Do you even know what you're looking at, Kurt? Are you are you just guessing? Are you even looking at contracts? Are you are you looking at this situation right here, Kurt? Uh, does Kurt know what's going on? Does Kurt know what what time it is at all? I don't even know. So this this right here, the Packers dead money charge would jump from forty million this year to sixty million if they move on from Aaron Rodgers next season. And as I alluded to earlier, the the Green Bay Packers, to my knowledge, unless something changed, to my knowledge, the Green Bay Packers would would be able to spread this out over multiple years if they trade Aaron Rodgers after June 1, which means that they got to take the entire hit, take all their lumps right in one season if they trade him before June 1. Now, maybe there's some loopholes in that, and that reporting was shoddy. These are things above everybody's pay grade that's reporting on them because they're they're in the contracts. They're you know they're, they're details that need to be looked at by by lawyers and accountants and things like that. But what's being reported and has been reported several times is that the Green Bay Packers can spread it out if they trade them after June one, which adds a complexity to this deal of sending Aaron Rodgers away because the acquiring team may have to be okay with the June one acquisition. It's happened before in the NFL. The trade is essentially announced verbally, but gets executed on June 1, which is a, a hike away. It's a long time away. So that 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 sets back the acquiring team a little bit in terms of preparation for the season. They don't get their quarterback till June 1, but not a whole lot is going on in May anyway. So it's not like it's that big of a deal at the end of the day, to be honest. Uh, but it does add a little bit of a, a complication to the situation. But Aaron Rodgers... Um, there you go. And then this little number right here, this little report on A-Rob, we got three little little pieces here. Uh, the, the Carolina Panthers called the Packers to inquire about Aaron Rodgers. Um, but <laughs> but this is cute. This is cute. Carolina wants to get in on it. I'm sure it went a little something like this. It's, it's ringing. We got through. Yeah, Green Bay Packers. Hi, this is uh, this is uh, the Carolina Panthers. Hi, you may not know of us. Oh no, yeah, we've heard it. we've heard of you. We know who you are. Yeah, yeah uh, we basically have interest in in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh huh. They have interest. Yeah, I bet they. I bet you do. Uh, is he for sale? Hold on, let's text Aaron Rodgers real quick. Hey, hey, A Rod, are you interested in going to Green Bay? Uh. Yeah, I'll go ahead and retire into a darkness retreat counselor before I'm going over to Carolina. So that's a negative. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to you, Carolina. That's how that conversation goes. You can, you can dream all you want. The Carolina Panthers can wish all they want. But Aaron Rodgers has control to a degree to say, no, I'm not. I'm not coming over to Carolina so I can, I can have one last hurrah. With no weapons and a team that's not destined for any sort of playoff uh, berth. Maybe he can drag them to the playoffs, but they're not winning anything. Aaron Rodgers is not going to... It's really cute of him to want to get involved. And, and I, I do appreciate that. It is kind of fun. You know, we all want to get involved. Hey, I, I know. I can make news right now. Uh, we would like to have Aaron Rodgers 
We're going to call and inquire if he's able to be a co-host on this show. Email sent. Now we made news. We want Aaron Rodgers to be a co-host of the show. Will it happen? I don't know. Maybe just as likely to happen as him become a Carolina Panther. So this no news is no news. We'll go ahead and throw that in the in the in the trash can. Um, let's see here. We got this other piece of news. Okay, all the Aaron Rodgers stuff out of the way. We're moving on to Alvin Kamara. Appreciate everybody being in here. We got a super chat here from Melvin. Melvin says, "Do you think Daniel Jones will sign with the Giants?" I'm going to get to that on my on my 7 p.m. show in a nutshell. They're still very, very far apart. The The Giants are racing to sign either Barkley or Daniel, Daniel Jones before the the uh, uh, the March uh, 7 deadline where the, the franchise tag window closes, so about five days. If they can't get a deal done with either one, then they can only franchise tag one and the other hits free agency, which means that they will, because you can't play without a quarterback, they're going to franchise tag Danny Dimes. Probably the non-exclusive, which would be 35, 32 million, I think. 32 million for the non-exclusive tag. Anybody wants to offer a deal to uh, Daniel Jones and, and, and they have to surrender two first round picks if the Giants decide not to match the offer sheet that the offering team offers Daniel Jones on the non-exclusive tag. The reason the team will, will non-exclusive tag Daniel Jones, in my opinion, at least why it would make sense, is that no team's probably given up two first-rounders for Daniel Jones. And even if they did want to, the offer sheet, maybe the Giants are already considering the amount of money that someone's going to offer him anyway. And if, if push comes to shove, they'll pay out. But they're going to try and get away with this, uh, this uh, non-exclusive tag. And if no one comes along and offers the contract that they're willing to, to pay anyway that they're trying not to pay they want to rent him for one more season uh which makes sense then you know anything can happen but daniel jones will need to be signed and inked to a deal or barkley signed and inked to a deal before march 7 when the deadline for franchise tagging it, it ends and it, it closes out and so they're going to be they're losing barkley if they can't get a deal done with barkley or dimes barkley's hitting free agency uh thank you for the super chat my guy and uh, first in the building today was Peanut Butter and Waivers, followed by Warren and Jeb and Mario and Raphael and Bruce. The Bruce in the building. Uh, appreciate you all being here. Frank in the house. Terry Roberts in the chat doing Terry Roberts things. Rob, Mr. TDD class. Appreciate every single one of you hot in the building. Uh, Alvin Kamara news. Um, this one's a, a, a strange one. And I, and I reached out to Tony. And, and hopefully Tony will dial in. If not, we'll talk to Tony, I'm sure, on another live stream about it. As soon as he calls in, we'll, we'll pull him in. But uh, Alvin Kamara pleaded not guilty during his arraignment on charges of conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Two very, very different charges. Two very different. The conspiracy is like the planning of doing it, okay? Conspiracy to commit battery is not battery, with bodily injury it is they're two separate things and you got to think and, and again i'm no i'm no attorney this is my my smitty uh you know over the course of 20 plus years professionally doing what i do uh gathering what i gather and i'm sometimes wrong and i might be i might be misinformed or i might need a guy like tony to come in and clear it up but i've been gathering information for a while i do pretty good on this but we do want tony in here to, to clarify but the reason you're going to have these two charges is so that he can't really skate 
because maybe they can't prove the bodily harm, but to have the lesser charge on here, it protects the prosecution in a way to, they can easily get that charge. They can easily get that charge. So, and the plea, the, 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 the ability to, to maybe allow him to plea out of this because there's no settling. This is criminal. There's no settlement in crim criminal. That is in civil. In, in criminal, you're going to plea out. Plea is essentially not always, but almost, almost always, plea is an admission of guilt to a lesser count or a lesser charge so that you can avoid more punishment or a bigger punishment. So if Kamara does plea out, the lesser charge is in place here to maybe allow that opportunity, you know, to plea out on the lesser charge only and say either guilty or in a sense, uh, uh, we forgot the name of it, uh, Tony uh, uh gave us the the verbiage on it but it's essentially like a you know not pleading guilty or innocent um low low no contesto or something like that and, and if alvin Kamara does plea he will be being punished by the nfl because it will be in the eyes of the nfl an admission of guilt but the thing that tony explained to us is if let's say he doesn't plead guilty to the uh to the battery resulting in substantial i'm sorry he did plead not guilty to both, but let's say he's convicted and he's guilty on just the conspiracy charge. His amount of time that would be missed would be a lot lesser. He most likely wouldn't miss the entire 2023 NFL season because that charge is very much looked at as a much, much, much lesser charge. However, the optics are not good. Uh, it's not no contest. It's called something else. It's, uh, it's not something that anybody in here has heard of other than from Tony. Uh, it's, it's not no contest. It's called low, no, low, 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 no low contest or no low. Uh, it's not contest, no contest. It's no low, low something. It's some kind of Latin. Um, and if he does plead to that, it's not admitting guilt. It's not admitting, uh, innocence. It's just, uh, it's a form of no contest in a sense, but it's, it's a specific verbiage. Uh, if Alvin Kamara is, uh, 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 found guilty on the battery resulting in substantial bodily harm, he's done for the season, in my opinion. He's done for the season. Now, will he plea out to the lesser charge? And probably in that plea, there are all kinds of, of uh, monetary medical uh, awards to the, the individual, the alleged victim. Uh, there's that chance that, that, that he could plea out. It, there's a chance he could be offered a uh, deal not a not a settlement it's an admission of guilt in the eyes of the nfl to plea on the lesser charge and then the guy's going to get paid bank and medical uh uh fees and things that you can include in a in a criminal um civil would be all the monetary it's not jail time civil is always monetary but there is some monetary components in a in a criminal that could be tied to that lesser charge so it's very important to understand that um, <clears throat> that that it's 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 not uh, there's no we have no clarity here and we don't know where this is going to go. It, it's very much going to depend on if he's guilty on both charges or just the lesser charge. And the NFL's eyes again, the optics are so bad, the video's so bad, the footage of Alvin Kamara in the limousine. Uh, where after the fact, he's talking with uh, everybody that's in the limousine. There's like one or two females. There's a, a male in the front seat, the passenger seat, and then the, the guy driving the limo. And, and basically, the guy in the passenger seat, reportedly the friend of Alvin Kamara, said, you can't be doing this. And Alvin Kamara says, you know me, though. You know me. Like, admitting that this isn't like a, 
He was not in his right state of mind. He was fearful of his life. He was literally in that conversation admitting this is just the way he is and the guy pushed his buttons type of thing. And that's not going to go over well at all. My whole question for Tony, if Tony does call in, is what is this guy expecting to do here? Uh, uh, yeah, no low con contendere. Or I think that's what it's called. Um, what is this guy going to do? in terms of his defense, Alvin Kamara, not guilty on both counts. How is he not guilty on both counts? What's he going to try and fight here? That he was fearful of his life? Like, we've talked about it before. There'd have to be something that happened and transpired uh, beforehand that we don't have footage of that we're all going to go, oh, it'd have to be that eye-opening. And I'm open-minded to thinking there's something, maybe, that occurred that um, that made Alvin Kamara maybe react, but what's what's a jury gonna say? It, even if he says that he felt threatened for a brief moment, and I don't think a jury's gonna buy that this guy was threatened by some non-athlete. Why Alvin Kamara is a trained athlete? Him and the the other guy that was that was attacking this guy reportedly, uh, NFL player. Um, th this is th these guys are gonna be. You're gonna try and sell that to a jury. That, that you were in fear of your life, you well-trained oil machine that works out and, and, and pulls trucks in the off-season with a, with a weight bench over his neck and chains on him, and, and, and you're telling me that you're fear, in fear of your life, if there's not a weapon involved at all, Kamara's done. He's not going to win this case trying to, unless he pleads out and changes his plea and he pleads out guilty to the lesser charge and changes his plea, and at what point he can or cannot, there are deadlines to these kinds of things. But Alvin Kamara is not going to win a not guilty plea on both of these charges unless there was a weapon or something. There's just no way. Um, settlement can't happen, MT. I just explained that. There's no settlement in civil. You can't settle your way out of civil court. Or, I'm sorry, criminal. Settlement is in civil. Criminal, there's no settlement at all in criminal. It's called pleading uh, taking a plea, cutting a deal, admitting guilt of some form. As I mentioned earlier, you cannot settle in, in criminal, in a criminal trial. There's no settlement. Now, a lot of people say that. They come in and go, oh, he's going to settle and get out. You can't settle. You can't settle in a criminal court. Um, I appreciate you, though. But I just want to clear that up. Uh, Mr. TD to the moon. To the moon. Honestly... I don't know if I had to predict. Let's let's. Uh, this is another report here. Just see if there's anything new and different in this one. Alvin Kamara pled not guilty to conspiracy to commit battery, which is a misdemeanor. This is what I'm talking about. It's a misdemeanor. If he pleads out on the misdemeanor, he's probably missing four to eight games because of the optics of it. But a misdemeanor is going to be looked at from a different level. If you're going to try and be objective and say, okay, regardless of the videotape and all that. Uh, he, he, he was convicted of a misdemeanor of conspiracy to commit bodily harm. Not to, not that he committed bodily harm, conspiracy to misdemeanor. The felony is a substantial bodily injury. We'll find out. The court date, here's the other important uh, piece of information why I put this on the screen. His trial is set for July 31 at 10 a.m. Uh, likely means if found guilty, his discipline would come in 2023. They're doing a speedy trial, it seems, uh, uh, and, and I don't think that even if this thing got dragged out in court, let's say, let's say he thought it was the best option to drag it out in court. Um, 
I think the optics are so bad the NFL would put him on paid leave and say, go handle your business paid. We're not punishing you until the end result, but we're going to take you off the field because of the optics, and we can do that. The NFL can do that. They don't need, they don't have to, that's not handing down discipline, and they can get away with that. So Alvin Kamara, in my mind, if I had to guess right now, and it is all guesses and speculations at this point, if I had to guess, he's not winning this case. He has to change courses and plead and take a plea deal and take a deal uh, 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 admitting to the the lower conspiracy charge. And the only way that happens is, like I said, if there's a whole bunch of monetary medical stuff heading in the direction of the other individual, but still an admission of guilt. It's still going to be a four to eight game suspension in my mind. But if he tries to play this out in court and go, go the distance, he's going to be found guilty in my opinion. In my, in my non-lawyer uh, just layman perspective based opinion. I don't see how with the information we have and we would know if there's some other like weapon or some kind of video beforehand that that was awful to the point where Kamara lost his cool. But the problem is even if let's say there was some sort of situation, the guy was holding a, a, a baseball back because he was going to go play baseball out on some field that's in Vegas somewhere. <laughs> let's just say that. And Alvin Kamara can prove that the guy holding the bat earlier on at an earlier stage provoked him. This is all hypothetical because there's no evidence of this at all. Would you be able to then convince a jury that the guy was a threat when he was getting blasted into the ground and then later on the limousine footage where you're laughing about it? I don't think it does. It doesn't matter what you find earlier on. If he was provoking him, talk, calling him nasty names, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not winning this case if he's going to take it the distance and, and try and uh, uh, fight a, a no guilty plea on both of these charges. Let's open the phone lines for a few minutes. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. All right. So uh, dial in, dial in, dial in. Better call Saul says D Town. Uh, Carter won't be out of jail. Uh, let's see. Or how do y'all think Carter think? Um, Cooper, there are criminal charges by the state, not the victim. It's all about the DA and the and and they bring these charges. So it's not it's not something that that you can you can settle out of. A lot of people just they don't understand the process. No offense to anybody that doesn't. I I didn't until I learned it too. Um, but you you can't settle. It's not something where like money gets you out of this. This is a criminal trial, and there's evidence that the police and the court system and the legal system is not going to overlook because you want to say, give me a check. That's in civil. Um, so dial in if you guys got a question and, and, and I'll answer the best I can. We'll be back at the 7 p.m. show uh, for more news. We got a whole bunch of news to talk about on the 7 p.m. show. We'll touch on this stuff briefly just for people that missed this show. Uh, but we'll do a real brief uh, comb over of this and then and then we'll jump on all the other news and, and get to the usual 7 p.m show kind of kind of topics uh there can be only one carter uh let's see here different from deshaun then deshaun's was civil deshaun's was all civil they tried to potentially uh try him and and the grand jury refu- decided uh not to indict on every individual case that was potentially being looked at for uh, a criminal a criminal proceeding so yeah, Deshaun Watsons were all civil or still are. I don't even know which ones are pending. We got the Bruce on the line. The Bruce, what's up? 
Hey, Smitty. What's up, Bruce? My, my question is, if one of them goes to Miami, where does, where does Tua go? Or is he just... Um, I don't think anybody trades for Tua, but it, it would it would make sense to get Tua as a throw-in, you know, in a sense, like, I, because whenever I talk about Tua being traded, the, the people gravitate right. toward the weirdest things. So, like, let's say, let's say, um, let's say Baltimore was sending Lamar over to Miami. Um, they would ask for Tua. And I think the Dolphins, in order to convince Lamar to come... That would be a big part of it. Like, we're getting rid of him so you understand this is not a confusing situation. Number two, uh, you're probably going to accept Tua because Tua, even if you're concerned, there's reportedly medical personnel saying that he's not likely to suffer a concussion any more than the average player, which is ridiculous. But regardless, uh, the Ravens are going to say we're better off with a throw-in of Tua than not because we have no quarterback right now. So it would be a potentially intriguing throw-in, you know, in the trade. A lot of people just say things like, Smitty, no one's trading for Tua. I understand that. No one's trading for Tua. That's not what I'm saying. He'd be thrown into the deal to make it a little bit more attractive for the team giving up a player. In the case of uh, the Green Bay Packers, if the Green Bay Packers said, hey, we'll take Tua as well, that's pretty good for them to have a potential security blanket if Jordan Love were to get hurt or not work out. And it also gives Aaron Rodgers the assurance that, He's going over to to Miami to be the lone starter, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So there's it's an important component that Tua be involved. Uh, whether the team wants the contract or not, whether the team is interested in him being thrown in, those are all different you know pieces of it that we don't know. It's probably going to be case by case for each team. But yeah, Tua is not getting any interest in a trade by himself. But you know, if you're if you're getting rid of Aaron Rodgers or Lamar, and you don't have you know you're, you might be interested in taking him on. Okay. Uh, what else you got, Brucey? Uh, let's see here. All right, if you were the Giants, which one you keep in Barkley or Jones? You have to keep Daniel Jones because what are you without a quarterback? You're nothing. It doesn't matter if you have two Barkleys uh, to rotate through. It doesn't matter if you bring in Hopkins and have Barkley. What are you going to do? You have no quarterback. D- Dable's good. But, D- you know, here's the only thing that makes sense to me. Okay, so hear me out. If you do let, let's say you franchise tag Barkley, that is a 100% indication. And I actually like this plan. This is an actual alternative plan. That means you're going after Anthony Richardson. And and, and I really think that if any coach is going to get something out of this kid, it's Dable. Dable gets his hands on Richardson. Look what he did with inconsistent... Not accurate, Josh Allen. Look, look what you know. Look what he did with Danny Dimes, who pretty much was dead to all of us. And and I made fun of Danny Dimes a lot. Uh, Dable's good. He's good. If you give a raw talent like Anthony Richardson to Dable, he could turn him into a monster. Now you're not going to be able to do this uh, at 25 because Richardson arguably could, in my opinion, with the combine coming up here. The quarterback combine, you know, later in this week, uh, when the QBs are, yeah. are throwing and Richardson's going to put on a show, he's not doing what Bryce Young's doing. Bryce Young's is Bryce Young's kind of hiding in the shadows, which isn't a good look. I'll say that right now, um, but he can make up for that in his pro day for sure. But if if Richardson goes out full throttle and drop loads drops loads all over the field and, and, and impresses everybody, 
he could climb into the number one QB spot in the drop of a hat. And we, we've seen it happen before. We've seen Trey Lance skyrocket up. We've seen Cam Newton go from like QB3 to the number one overall player uh, in the 11th hour in his draft. Mahomes. So, yeah, Mahomes. Uh, so, it, you really could see value climb for. So, Richardson's, not, you're not going to be able to get Richardson at even like 10. I think Richardson's going to go inside the top you know, like eight. The Falcons will take him. If the Falcons can't pull off a Lamar Jackson deal, the Falcons and the Raiders can't pull off a, a, a Aaron Rodgers deal. And I should have said that earlier when I said the Raiders are done. They're in, dead in the water if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. If they get Richardson, they might be okay. So Richardson going to the Colts, Richardson going to the Raiders, Richardson going to the Falcons, Richardson going to the Panthers for sure if he falls to that nine pick. Uh, that means that the New York Giants have to find a way to trade their 25 pick up into that top seven in order to get them. And if you franchise tag Barkley instead of Danny Dimes, you're clearly indicating Dable's on the hunt for a rookie quarterback. So we'll see. My my guess is he could maybe attack this plan even with Danny Dimes franchise tagged. And then that way he can get his quarterback underneath Danny Dimes and have a year to develop Danny Dimes one more time. But I absolutely love... Um, I absolutely love Richardson uh, in the right spot. And I don't know that he's going to develop as quickly or as well in some of these other spots. So, like, he's got to be in the right spot. He's very con- it's very contingent upon his landing spot because he is raw and he, he has a lot of cleanup work. Uh, there's a lot of cleanup work to do from a coaching perspective, something Dable would do in his sleep. Yeah, because I was looking at it and I'm like, you know... If I'm the Giants, I only seen one good year of Danny Dimes. Why would I tag you? You look like a bum. Because he because he didn't look like a bum though. He had a really really good year, and 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 the fact that you're the fact that you're tagging him, like I hear what you're saying, but the fact that you're tagging him, you're protecting yourself because it's a one year commitment. You know you can you can break up after, uh, after the next season. So it's no no harm no foul. Um, for those asking about is the combine going on right now, it certainly is. There's different portions for different positions, the bench press and all that for the, the, the offensive linemen and all the de- defensive guys. This is the schedule for the combine. I have this on my Instagram. You can find that at The Fantasy Football Show uh, on oops on IG, The Fantasy Football Show. And uh, this, uh, where were we? Let me put this on screen here. This right here is the schedule for the combine. So the, on Saturday, we have the measurements and the workouts for the QBs, tight ends, and wide receivers. Uh, nothing for the for the running backs on Saturday. On Sunday, we have the QB measurement or the running back measurements and workouts for the running backs. We also have the bench press for the quarterbacks, and then the quarterbacks and and tight ends and wide receivers. And then the tight ends, quarterbacks, and tight ends don't do anything on on Monday, and the running backs do the bench. So, yeah, and will I be live? Yeah, I'll be live a ton. So on Saturday, when the the quarterback, tight end, and wide receiver groups are doing the workouts and measurements, I'll be jumping in and out. I don't really know my schedule on it yet. I'm going to kind of, you know, wing it. And then uh, on Sunday, the measurements and workouts and the bench press for the QBs, tight ends, and wide receivers, there's a lot to go over on Sunday. Sunday will probably be the more busy live because you got you got b- both sets doing something. And then the bench press on Monday will cover, uh, you know, whenever that's needed. So, 
That's the schedule. Jalen Carter news should shake up the top ten. It certainly could. Uh, Car- Carter's going to be. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of teams that are that are concerned. Um, now I, I think he falls only so far, but you know he might end up uh, he might end up not being. Uh, I don't know how many slots he's going to fall. It's it's tough to say. Character is a tough thing. And that's what you're most scared of with a top like five pick is you're drafting somebody that's going to end up being, you know, uh, a bust because of a character concern or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see how far he falls. He's only going to fall for, so far. But but if he does fall and the character concerns are, are you know, unwarranted, in, you know, at this point or, 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 you know, he can recover from the situation, then all of a sudden you got a team like the Raiders, if, if for any reason he fell. That are going to capitalize on a, on a talent that that shouldn't have fallen, but did because of uh, you know final eleventh hour announcement, you know, because that 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 kind of got dropped at a very very awkward time. It was pretty bad timing, but it is what it is, and he's got to he's got to you know address it. Um, Bears trading down, but to who? If I had to guess, bro, I would probably say that they probably trade down. In my prediction is they trade down to four. I don't think the Bears want to trade down too much, but I think they can get a, a handsome, you know, s- high second round pick or, or maybe even something a little more crazy, uh, future first round pick, maybe even like dropping from one to four. The reason I say that is because the Colts probably, I would imagine everybody's got their guy, their quarterback they want. I think Stroud right now is the number one quarterback across most teams' boards. But like I said, Richardson with the, an amazing combine could jump into everybody's number one QB. And, and it can happen in a snap. So don't be shocked if a team like the Colts or a team like the, the Panthers or the Falcons can't get a Lamar deal done. The Falcons move up. Uh, the Raiders can't get uh, Aaron Rodgers because he returns to Green Bay or goes to the New York Jets. Uh, don't be surprised if the Raiders try and trade up. This is a coveted number one overall pick in a, I wouldn't call it an amazing QB class, but it has a, has a good three quarterbacks that one of them could be amazing. I would say it's going to be a hard-pressed class to produce two top seven QBs or higher because our top seven in the fantasy football space and the NFL space, they go hand in hand. There's no, there's no QB in the top five or six that's not really an NFL top five or six. You know, they just produce great stats and vice versa. It's it's one and the same. They go hand in hand. The top four are not getting jostled around. It's it's in any order, but it's Mahomes and Josh Allen and Burrow and Jalen Hurts. And that's a tear break. And and that's that's football, that's fantasy. And then you got Fields, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got Lamar, depending on if Lamar's in Baltimore or elsewhere. So you literally have like where's a guy like Stroud or Bryce Young or Richardson going to slide in? You know, if they if they even become a, a, a monster prospect and they end up really delivering, it's like, what, 7, 8, 9, 10? Like, that's probably the limit they could crack. And so I don't think you can claim when, a, when I believe a quarterback can't crack the top six, you know, just going to be a tall order, like near impossible, not impossible, but near impossible to be that good. Maybe Bryce Young could be like, that's the thing is like Richardson, he could be Trevor Lawrence, not, not, not necessarily how he plays, but Trevor Lawrence, maybe Lamar good. So that's six, seven, like he's got that potential, but he could also be the next year Marcus Russell. If he doesn't get Dable 
or somebody that knows how to develop him. He's maybe the next Jamarcus Russell. Um, Stroud, I like him, but I do, I don't I don't get the sense he's a top five, six, seven quarterback at the at the NFL level, fantasy or NFL. I think he could be borderline ten, but I think Bryce Young's going to either fail like hardcore because of size. You know, you're all concerned about him way, uh, measuring in below 5'11". I think we've all accepted he's probably not six foot. But if he's 5'11 and a quarter, whatever, there's a chance he fails. Kyler Murray, I think, is the only other... I think Johnny Manziel and Kyler Murray are the only other, I think, first-round quarterbacks in the new, in the new draft common era that, that, that were under six foot, I believe. Um, and Kyler Murray's, I think, came in at 5'10". So... This guy's taller than Kyler Murray by an inch or a half an inch at least. If he comes in at 5'10", there's going to be major concerns across the league. If he comes in at 5'11 and a half, 5'11 and a quarter, 5'11 and three quarters, almost six foot, or especially if he comes in six foot, he's going to see a lot of teams still believe in him. And they should because this guy's magical. Like, I can't say Stroud's magical. I can't say Richard, Richardson's magical. Um, Bryce Young is magical. At the college level, he was magical. At the pro level, because of size, there's a possibility that he doesn't develop or can't get into a position to deploy that said magic. You know, but but if if the size doesn't hold him back, in my opinion, Bryce Young is the only quarterback that could crack crack the top six or seven of fantasy and NFL quarterbacks from this class. He's got that much attack, he's got that much talent. And raw ability and innate instinct and and ability to just make plays that no I forget who said this uh, I think it was on NFL Live or something that no plays dead with this guy under center like no matter where the play is no matter where it is in the progression of the play no matter how how badly the play is collapsing or crumbling there's no dead play with Bryce Young. And it's just a matter of can he play at his size at the next level. And I'm very hopeful he can. And I, I'm very hopeful he lands in an enabling spot. Like, uh, let's say, the, Fal- the Falcons. You know, like, I would love him at, at, at number eight. And the Falcons could get really lucky in his size concerns make him drop to eight. Because if Richardson takes his place and, and, and Levis the Beaver ends up going ahead of him too, which is so plausible. The way that the NFL draft uh, player prospects rise and fall based on this news, that news, combine workout, uh, a rumor, whatever. Like, could 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 a musical chairs situation be happening at the quarterback position? Absolutely. Could it go Stroud, Richardson, Levis, and then and Bryce Young going number eight to the Falcons? Absolutely here for it. We want it to be Lamar, of course. We want it to be Lamar, but I'm totally fine with with the way that playing out that way. I'd be okay with that, Bruce. I don't know if you would, but well, I, I would be okay. But I would rather have them uh, uh, go to Indy. I want one of these rookie quarterbacks go to Indy because it's going to help out Jonathan Taylor and it's going to help out Michael Pittman. Well, I almost guarantee they're getting one quarterback, Brucey. We just don't know which one. I, I, they're drafting at this this number four spot, and I think that they're the most likely candidate to trade up to one. Why do I yeah, say that? Because why do I say that? Because I think the Bears, 
they probably have one or two guys in mind. I mean, I'm sure they have a handful of guys in mind, right? But they probably have one or two guys in mind. And and yeah. and I have a feeling that they you know they know the Texans are going QB. The Cardinals probably aren't going QB, although. If I was Gannon, I know he's talking up Kyler. He's not going QB. He's not. He's talking Kyler up way too much to be going QB. It would it would look so double talk uh like and wishy washy and, and uh you know flipping one one way and another. It would just look so uh backstabbingly um awkward if he was to talk Kyler up like he has and then draft a QB. So I, I don't think the Cardinals are taking a quarterback as much as I want it to happen. Um, so the, the Texans are taking a QB. So I think the bears know that if they swap here, there's only one, the Colts will be taking a QB. The Texans will take a QB and the Cardinals will be the first non quarterback drafted. And I think that they're okay. Probably with, with that, you know, that's, that makes the most sense from the bears perspective. If they kind of don't even want to trade down, but they know they've got, they've got to, cause this is a quarterback draft slot. You know, you're you're paying more money for this draft slot. You're you're paying quarterback money to a to a defensive player or offensive player. So you you know you have to be worried about trading down to get your guy too. Um, and, and so if their guy is going to be there at four, that that the Colts get to get their guy. The Texans are going to get left with the, the second best, and then that means the Seahawks either if they've if they've signed Geno to a long term deal, they won't be drafting a quarterback. Lions said Goff is our guy. Doesn't mean they won't consider a quarterback. Raiders and Falcons and Panthers. There's like in my mind, unless unless Lamar's a Falcon and Aaron Rodgers is a Raider, if these three teams don't have signal callers that are named Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Lamar Jackson, you know, and and again the likelihood of of really any of that happening is Lamar here and Aaron Rodgers here. Um. There's, in my mind, very, very little to almost zero chance that these three teams all pass on those quarterbacks. So it, it would be, I think, at least two of them would be drafting the two remaining quarterbacks if they didn't have, if not all three of them. Like, I could see the Raiders, Falcons, and Panthers, if for any reason Bryce Young, Richardson, and Levis were there, it would go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so, so I was like, all right, which one? Which one do I want Iggy to go for? And I'm like, Bryce Young. <laughs> I like so, Bryce. Uh, I like Bryce Young a lot. I I think that people need to to realize he's not Kyler Murray. Right. And and I don't want and he's and it's so it's so Manziel. it's so reckless to compare him to Mahomes. So I'm not doing that. So we don't need the commentary and people to say he's not Mahomes, Smitty. He's not. I don't. I don't need to hear that. But like when you try and compare. Uh, him to a quarterback he does some things that are very represent representative of the way Mahomes plays and the way Mahomes looked coming out as a rookie like people have to keep in mind that when you compare him to a rookie Mahomes you don't remember like I do I said Mahomes as a rookie would be a top one not top five top one to five quarterback so I know a little something about the scouting of a quarterback and Mahomes, I I knew he was going to be an elite player, and 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 I went on NBC Sports Radio in October when Alex Smith was going crazy. Do you remember the year that year Mahomes, the year before Mahomes got handed the starting job and the team moved on to Mahomes in October yeah, still Alex, September Alex Oct- was his mentor. 
Yeah, September, October, everyone said Mahomes who? Even people in KC said, why are we going to go to this guy Mahomes that we drafted when Alex Smith is on fire? He's a top five quarterback. And he was, like it was crazy. Alex Smith, the people have have foggy memories. Or you weren't playing fantasy football back then. Or you weren't following the NFL closely. In October, the year before Mahomes was elevated, Alex Smith through August, September, and into October was a top five quarterback. It was crazy. He was going nuts. It was an unbelievable year. And even in the middle, in October, I went on NBC Sports Radio and I said, I know everyone's going to say this is crazy because Alex Smith looks so good. The team needs to move on, even though he's doing really, really well, and put Mahomes in because he will be a top one to five quarterback. So I'm saying that not to pat myself on the back or to get a cookie. It's basically to say that I know what I'm talking about when I see a a potential quarterback skill set. And, and, I, and I know when I ident- identify quarterback that's special. And I'm telling you right now, Bryce Young looks as good as Mahomes did coming out of college. And, and it is bold of a statement as that appears to be, a lot of the people that are saying that, di- they can't remember that they didn't even like Mahomes coming out of college. Like, Mahomes is very doubted coming out of college. A lot of people didn't even think he was going to translate at the NFL level at all. So what I'm saying is that from the pure perspective of coming out of school and being ready for the NFL, Mahomes didn't look as good, be proven by the fact that no one knew he was going to rise up and explode. He didn't look as good as Bryce Young coming out of college. And so I'm not saying he's going to become Pat Mahomes. Look at Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes. Look at Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Kurt Warner. Some of the best quarterbacks, and a lot of the best quarterbacks, you don't know what they are fully until they're in the National Football League. They get the right coaching. They grow and develop and turn into a player that they didn't really look like they were in college or at the level below. No one knew but Vermeil that Kurt Warner was going to become Kurt Warner. Nobody. Kurt Warner... His own team didn't want him playing. His own offensive coordinator didn't want Kurt Warner in there when Trent Green went down. Go watch the American Underdog story. It's fantastic. But Vermeil's the only one that wanted him in. Tom Brady, I guarantee almost everyone in here was in diapers, sharding in their diapers, or not even born when Tom Brady was running at the Combine. And if you were alive, then God bless you. You're like me, and, and you're dating yourself. But I I watched this guy, Tom Brady, run at the Combine. Mr. QB, top-ranking QB producer in the industry. You know, according to Fantasy Pros, I I ran from from 2021, 2020, and 2019, number one in the entire industry. You're looking at him for quarterback rankings. I didn't think I saw anything when Tom Brady was running his 40-time, doing his workouts, doing his throws. He didn't look like anything special at all. At all. I didn't see it coming one single bit. I saw Josh Allen coming. I saw uh, Mahomes coming. I saw a lot of guys coming. I couldn't. I thought this was just a guard. I didn't even think he was a backup. Nobody did. So the fact that you people draw conclusions about Bryce Young when he looks really good coming out. When people draw conclusions even about Richardson and how raw he is. Those are the same people that said nothing's going to change with Josh Allen. Nothing's going to change with Jalen Hurts. Do you know how many times I've argued on this show 
last year with people. Bruce, you've seen it. Everybody that's been a, a regular for over a year, you saw me battle with yeah. people on on Jalen Hurts. People would actually say, if he doesn't do it this time with with AJ Brown, this is he's never gonna do it. And he's in he's inconsistent, Smitty. He's not accurate. He didn't even get a chance to improve. He just played his first full season, and people were saying that he's inaccurate. Josh Allen coming out of his rookie yep. year, he's inaccurate. He can't throw. He didn't have weapons. They give him digs. Look what happens. It's just so funny that people draw conclusions over a player, especially a quarterback, when we've seen time and time again, we don't know what the full potential is until we start to see it. And and, and so Richardson cut him a, cut him a break. Richardson might be the best rookie quarterback in this class. Uh, Bryce Young. Look, Drew Brees was... I don't know if Drew Brees is actually six foot. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the numbers are a little more like accurate five, these days. 11. Yeah, he was like five eleven. Like, really, come on, he's he's not much. He was not any taller than Bryce Young if he was if, if it was like literally just this much, just a little little taller than Bryce Young. Kyler Murray's shorter than Bryce Young. You know, let's be honest. My eleven year old daughter is almost as tall as Bryce Young. Let's just get that out of the way, okay? Let's get it out of the way. Um, but Bryce Young is is magical, and I'm telling you right now, if in the right spot, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine, and I really, really, really like this guy. Uh, Sebastian says I need facts from you, Smitty. You're the real deal. I was, uh, um, I was a Rod. I w would invest in your show at the very least, but you make a. Uh, Let's see, hold on. I gotta expand this because my, my whole thing's freaking out. It's blurry. But you make uh you make a slot of assertions such as I made the first trade calculator off FF, etc. Well, um I always tell you too, I always make it very clear it is the first instant based trade calculator that I could find. I you never know who's cooking one up in their basement. There could have been some site out there that nobody even visited, it wasn't popular at all. And this guy had a trade calculator up. So you can never say never, which is why I always preface it. I was in search for a trade calculator. And and if you want, find somebody in here that's been following me for the 20 years and they'll confirm it for you. I don't have to prove anything to you. I appreciate you, Sebastian. Um, but I don't have to prove anything to you because I, I don't have time. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm nonstop moving, bro. And if you want to... Uh, co get confirmation on some of the things I dropped on NBC and CBS Sports Radio. Ask somebody in the chat that was around for that too, because I was on the longest running fantasy football radio show in the world. Um, I wasn't on it the entire time. I was on it for 19 straight years. The show was 23 years running and it closed during COVID, which was devastating. But the, the main host, I was the co-host, the main host, uh, Russ Bliss, we're going to have on the, the show uh here this year so I'm, I'm excited to bring him on a couple times um maybe we'll try and do a regular spot each week uh but uh you can view more testimonials at the fantasyfootballshow.com sebastian but i don't have time to stop and try and prove anything to you but i do appreciate you and i would love you to stay and i'd love you to be a part of the community and you know let's roll baby let's roll uh cheers terry says call saul camara uh the camara the like what's that mean um Match the likes. A bum. 100 eyeballs, 53 thumbs up. Punch the thumb up button. 
Okay, uh, Brucey, yeah, talk about Camara, Brucey. He's a bum. Watch your bomb. Don't don't drop any bombs on here and and ruin the monetization of the video. But what are you what are you feeling about Camara? I think he's a bum. I think uh, if I was the commissioner, this is just me. You know, Ridley got a year, one year for gambling. He would at least get three for what he did. I don't care if he's convicted or not. All I have to do is say it and and watch the uh, watch what he said. I'd give him three years. If if Ridley gets one year, think about that. Ridley got one year for gambling. I missed your call, well, dialing again, pal. Whoever that was. For what you did. Yeah. yeah uh, it's just like uh, I, I think violence. I'd give them three years too. I think he. I think he's not going to face jail time. Um, I know a lot of people that defend Kamara. Their their comment is something along the lines of, "It was a fight, you know. People get in fights all the time. It's ridiculous." And and I get I get that perspective, but if you watch the whole footage, uh, this wasn't one of those fights. So I kind of get tired of people saying that uh, you know it was it was a fight. People get in bar fights all the it time. Was a you, can't, you can't even yeah. It was a, it was a, a complete lamb basting. And the guy had no shot. He wasn't even fighting back in any of the footage. Um, so. Listen, I, I challenged Alvin Kamara, and uh, he blocked me. I said, why don't you do to your butt, or you do it, you did to him, do it to me, and he blocked me. Yeah, Alvin Kamara blocked you? I've got a couple people yeah, that have blocked I, me. Um, Josh Jacobs blocked me. I want to say he unblocked me, though. Let me go back to Josh Jacobs' on Instagram and see if he, I'm still blocked. I think he unblocked me. Well, he blocked me, he blocked me because I challenged him to a fight. I'd be like, hey, it's equal. Well, I, I live near the yeah, he blocked me. Gym, so I, cha- I trained down there. So it'd be an equal fight. Yeah, I, I just looked him up on Instagram, and I can't find him. So he blocked me on Instagram. But uh, he's the only player I've, I've, like, I've had some... Um, very distasteful words. I mean, Kamara too, I guess. But but when out when when Josh Jacobs threatened fans and said, "Come come fight me at the stadium," I I, I went I went after him a little bit in my you know just saying like that's pathetic, and uh, you know he he saw it and blocked it, so that's fine. Well, the problem is, is you know, what if someone actually did show up? <laughs> yeah, you helped me draft Lamar as my QB in 2019. Appreciate you. Uh, Doom. A lot of people. I, I kind of like these comments when I see like, "Hey, you helped me win a league with Henry." I, here's what's so funny. I'm evolving, okay. And sometimes people think I'm just hard nose, hard line stance, Smitty. Like I don't know. I think Ron Navy has seen it. My first video, the Fantasy Football Show's first video produced on Instagram, and it really before my channel was like where it was like the first month of my channel. The f- the first video was Derrick Henry will win you leagues. Don't cut him. My video said don't cut Derrick Henry. It's an embarrassing video to be honest with you. It's like a very very embarrassing video clip. Uh, you know I I, 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 I my my audio is horrible. Uh, let me see if I can even find it. But but people don't realize that you know I evolve. Like just because I I don't want to draft Henry now doesn't mean I didn't. I wasn't one of the people that were promoting getting him when people were literally uh, 
um, calling him garbage, but I'm trying to find, here it is. This is the first video I ever created. This is in November. Okay, so just for context. In November of 2018, Derrick Henry could not get the starting job away from, I believe it was, who was the running back that was starting uh, that year? It wasn't, um, wasn't DeMarco Murray yet, was it? It was the other guy, Deion Lewis? I forget it was Deion Lewis. But in December of 2018, Derrick Henry was being cut in dynasty drafts because he could not get the job and rip it away from Deion Lewis and DeMarco Murray. He couldn't do it. He wasn't the starter. They drafted him to be the starter, and he couldn't get the job. And you know what I said? I said this little number right here. This is your boy, Smitty. Okay? There we go. Aside from me going, uh, excuse me, uh, 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 my name is Smitty Bob, and uh, I, I have an announcement, uh, Derek uh, Henry, aside from my piss poor performance of displaying that information, I just want you all to know, I I didn't always say don't draft Derek Henry. People were running from Derek Henry. Okay, and I, 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 I know everyone says, hey, where's your proof, Smitty? You always say you're first on everything. I'm not saying I'm first on everything. I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He hasn't done anything yet. Okay, there's plenty of players that I bust on, and I'm very open about the players that I don't land. But when I say something like, oh, I actually called Derrick Henry before anybody was even really talking about him, and everyone's like, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? There's one piece of evidence. Okay, I don't need to provide evidence, and I don't really care. But what my point is, I'm not always against some of the players I'm talking about. So when I say uh, J- Jacobs blocked me, I don't, I don't, I, I'm ripping on Jacobs. You know, the year that he said, "Oh, you know, f your fantasy and meet me at the stadium and fight me," doesn't mean I can't change my mind and like what he's doing right now either. It goes both ways. Uh, but yeah, yeah, right. your boy Smitty was uh, that that the radio cadence opposed to YouTube voice now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think when I first started YouTube, I didn't, you don't know your, like, that's not, that wasn't even my voice. I didn't even talk like that. I was like, hello, I'm on camera now and I'm freezing up. It just goes to show you can improve too. You're like, you know, I don't mind showing that because it's kind of like when you lose a lot of weight and you look at a, a photo of you when you're, you're holding about 20 or 30 extra LBs. When you're wearing a meat suit in the photo, but you're not anymore, you're okay showing it. You're okay showing it. Um. But that was that was my first ever video uh, with the fantasy football show. Was Derrick Henry? Don't drop him. Don't drop him. I think he could be. What did I say? He could be the next rags to riches, uh, flex option, borderline bench player, turn top five running back. And what did Derrick Henry become? Okay. 
So now you can sell them high. Now I'm saying get rid of them. <laughs> run, run for the hills. Now, in, in, hills. in a in a non patting my own back, I also said that last year, and he still had a very very good year. So I jumped a year early on Derrick Henry, but I'm running I'm running for the hills still. Um, there's no way I'm yeah, interested in getting on board a 29 year old, 250 pound running back monster like him that's taken a toll. Like we're talking about. He was in the league for a handful of years in in that 2020-18 clip. You know, he'd been we've been waiting for him to rise up. And and, and he had it and that was 2018. So anyway, uh Smitty sounded like a pup. I did. Hi, hi, my name's Smitty. Hi. Uh, there's there's a guy named Derek Henry that I think you all should draft. Um my stapler. Where's my stapler? Uh, anyway, um, Derrick Henry's a very big man. Uh, he's about 200. Let me read. <laughs> Let me read what I'm going to say. Uh, it's kind of funny, bro. Uh, it is what it uh, is. <laughs> you saved me from in, in, uh, uh, getting rid of uh, Borrower Mahomes. In the, when I messed, when I put the YouTube comments on, and you said you'd answer them. You're like, "Well, listen, I got both of these guys. Which one should I trade?" And you're like, "No." I'm not following what's going on here, Bruce. I put on a super flex, and my team was like, uh, "Not that. Uh, it wasn't that uh, impressive, except oh. for my quarterback." Gotcha. And you answered the question: If you have two number top five quarterbacks you got two of them don't trade them mm. build from them i yeah. got you brucey brucey what else yeah. we do what else are we talking about here before i jump i'm gonna go grab some food before my my later show uh so i gotta jump right now uh, give, give me give me you got 10 seconds go uh i think rashad bateman even though i like him i think he's a, a bomb especially for what he said uh, about when the GM said their receiver room stuck and he took a shot at the GM. Okay, we might disagree on this one, Brucey, which is totally fine. Um, we're going to talk about this at 7 p.m. because I already have it queued up and, and, and everything. And I and I, I totally respect your take on it. I don't want you to think... Um, I, I don't necessarily love Bateman at all, but I think that what Bateman said when the, the GM came out... And, let me see if I can find it real quick. Well, we're going to talk about it at 7 p.m. But uh, I hear what you're saying. That's not it. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I can find it. I got it somewhere in here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show it at 7 p.m. Uh, Carl Carl's calling in real quick. Uh, Car Carl, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. You got about 20 or 30 seconds, pal. Hey there, I need your help on the uh, dynasty trade. Okay, hit me with it. Okay, um, so I have uh, Jalen Hurts in that super flex, and he's offering me uh, Jamar Chase, Javante Williams, and the 105 for 2023 all for Hurts. Do you think uh, that haul is worth it? And a super flex? Yep. Um, Javante Williams, we got to look at as a project right now. He's no different than drafting Kendra Miller. Right, right now, right now. Could that change really quickly? Yes, but he's a project. Jamar Chase is going probably in round one, 
but he's not even close to the value of Jalen Hurts in a super flex. Like, not even close. So, what was the pick? One point what? Five? Yes. How many quarterbacks are going to get taken in that draft, in the rookie draft, do you think, based on history? Um, By that point, I think Anthony Richardson will be going one left. So, like, about three. Three quarterbacks will be gone? Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, So, if that's the case, bro, I'd probably say... I mean, you could get, you could get, do you think you could get Gibbs? You'd probably get Gibbs then. You think it's going to be Bijan and Gibbs and then three quarterbacks? So you're at five, you get one of those two. That's what I'm imagining. And what, what would be your quarterbacks if you traded Hurts away? My initial instinct is no way, but I just want to know what the lay of the land is. Uh, at the moment, I have Burrow and Hurts, and then plus, uh, like Andy Dalton and guys like that. But, um, so I'd probably be going in with uh, Richardson and Burrow if I accept this trade. <sighs> Richardson and Burrow. I mean, if you could get Jameer Gibbs and Javante Williams and Jamar Chase for Jalen Hurts, and you still will have, but you're going to draft Richardson with the 1.5, so you're not going to have Gibbs. That's what I was thinking of doing. Oh, then no. If you're telling me you're going to have Richardson anyway <clears throat> with another pick or something, oh, it, it'd be okay. different. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, having having Gibbs and Jamar Chase with Burrow is pretty darn good, though. But I, I what place did you get last year? This is always, if you're, hold on. If uh, your answer is second or first, then you've already answered your own question. But go ahead. Uh, second. There you go. You see? You see? This mind's been around a while. This mind's been around a while, bro. And I think you just answer your own question. As much as it's tempting to use one QB logic here, you just play second mm-hmm. for a reason because you had Burrow and Hurts. Go build around that and, and find a way to get the, the closest thing you can to a Jamar Chase that's a little lesser version and keep the QB, bro. All right, will do. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you, Carl. Uh we have uh, another caller on. Oh, we had him. He he hung up. It was uh, Shardell. It was Shardell probably calling in to rant and rave about Joe, uh, Joe Montana again. Shardell, if you're there, call in. Uh, we could talk about Jimmy G, my guy, again. Yeah, he Shardell <laughs> wasn't having it. He was really, really upset. Um, call Saul. Can you... Um, what's, what's he saying? Smitty, is it possible that Kamara, by pleading guilty, can drag it out through the court another season? Um, probably not. The The fact that the trial date's been set, that the attorneys apparently are, are not wanting to drag it out. And like Tony said earlier, it's in Kamara's advantage to, to go with a speedy trial. Because now that the he's actually been indicted, um, keep in mind that he was dragging things out without being indicted. And so the NFL was sitting back. Given that he was indicted, okay, given that he's got two charges against him now, given he was arrested, which happened already, but given that uh, the video footage was released and the optics are horrible, um, if he tried to drag it out, it would only work in his disadvantage most likely because then the league would put him on paid leave 
on the commissioner exemplist paid, which is not deemed as a punishment because it's all about innocent until proven guilty. The NFL lets it play out in court. But the optics are so bad and the fact that he's indicted, they would say, handle your business, your paid leave. We're not we're not punishing you, we're gonna pay you. And then if you're innocent, then you can come back. And so he would he would he would waste time. And and if he goes like Tony described, if he can plea out on the lesser charge and Kamara can can be guilty on the misdemeanor and not guilty and just plea on the on the lesser charge it's more likely he's going to get back on the field quicker and he's going to he's going to get his suspension out of the way four to eight games and then play so if he tries to to drag it out he might not ever play again not not for sure but there's a strong likelihood of that so it's in his best interest to go speedy through this and his attorneys are probably telling him that it's a different ball game you can't drag it out anymore when you got an indictment you can drag it out when it's all speculation and, and there's a foot footage, it's grainy footage, it's out there, but there's nothing hardcore yet in place legally. Now it is. There's a there's a trial date. The trial will be going on during the season because it will start in on uh, J- July uh, 31st or whatever the date was. And so if he delays things, then the NFL is going to not let him go to court and do all this while he's on the field. They're going to say paid leave, go do it. Go take care of it, come back. Uh, Brucey, I'll be back at four, uh, seven p.m., bro. Call, call in then. All right. I appreciate All right. you. All right, guys. Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara. I'll see you all at seven p.m. Eastern. I'm live Monday through Friday at seven p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. I'm also live whenever news breaks, which is what this video is right here. This is not the seven p.m. show. This is a breaking news show. I work for you. I'm live twenty four. Or I'm on call twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days a year. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I'm always on call. I'm on call. I'm not some show that takes off, uh, you know, three months or we'll be back in July. Hey, uh, real good season, everybody, especially the way it ended with Burrow and the Bengals not playing. Like, well, yeah, yeah, let's just end. I'll see you in June. No, 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 no. We're live all the time. We're I'm live at least like once. A, I'm live at least once a day, at least once a day. And I'm live whenever news breaks because that's how I roll. And I know you need me to explain things in the way that I see them. Not that I'm always right, but you need someone talking about this stuff from a a pliable perspective, a tangible perspective. What's it mean? What's the ramification of this? What's the ramification of that? Not just to report it or break it. I'm here to explain my, my viewpoint on it. Okay, because I'm not I'm not like Schefter where I'm actually being fed the information from the player. Everyone knows that anybody breaking stuff is usually Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport or someone. I'm here to break it all down. That's how we roll. Get Charbonnet. I'll see you all at 7 p.m. Eastern. Get Charbonnet. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. And also, I'm live pretty much every other night at midnight which will be most likely tonight. So I'll see you again. We'll go live at 7 p.m. Then we're going to go live at midnight. There'll be three live streams in one day because I work for you. Let's go. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Get those thumbs up, and if you can, uh, 70 of you still in here, 64 thumbs up. Appreciate you.
See you all at 7.